Okay, what do we mean by machine learning models? And a machine learning model is a mathematical representation of interesting data aspects. So this means something like a, a characteristic uh, pattern. And so typically we have some kind of mathematical formula that is configured by a parameter. And uh, the actual shape or um, parameter vector depends on the model. So here we can see, say, for example, a classification, a clustering, and a regression. And um, you can see that there's different kind of shapes in here. So we have kind of a line, we have kind of a, yeah, some, some straight line and we have some, some kind of clusters here. And um, this depends on the different kind of machine learning models. So how do, and the, the question is now, how do we find the shape and uh, et cetera, and the parameters for these models? And here, uh, our model is on statistical, or our, our focuses on statistical models, so not data models. So earlier we talked about entity uh, relationship and things like that, but here we're talking about a statistical model. So something like a regression, as I said. But um, of course, we can also have uh, used data analysis to induce some kind of data models, but this is not topic of this lecture. And the modeling in this case means we're fitting one type of statistical model to our data. And uh, so we're using certain parameters to find, or we're finding certain parameters that fit the, the data best in order to, to map the model to the data. So the machine learning task is really um, the construction and study of algorithms that can learn uh, from data and make predictions on data. So we find or we use methods that find the optimal model configuration for a parameter vector. And data points are, are in our, or in most cases assumed to be numeric vectors. So all, all of the data points that we want to work with, we somehow have to transform them into numeric vectors. So real valued uh, numbers. And then our model is a parameter vector out of these real valued numbers. And the, the precision, et cetera, that all depends on the model, that depends on the, on the framework, et cetera. But uh, what we're doing is really applied uh, optimization or statistical optimization theory. So typically, a machine learning task looks something like this. So we have a, a parameter vector, um, and we need to basically find the parameter vector, uh, the optimal parameter vector that uh, minimizes um, a certain um, error function based on the data set uh, that we're looking at. So we have a data set, we have a, a, an error function, and we want to minimize the error function uh, for a certain uh, parameter. Um, or we find the parameter that minimizes the error function. And that's our machine learning task in general. And now we can differentiate into uh, supervised and unsupervised learning. And in the supervised learning, we know the data, what the data points are supposed to be. So the data is labeled in some format. So say, for example, we want to distinguish 
I don't know, students from teachers. So then we already know which uh, label or which data points are students and which uh, data points are teachers. And while training the model, we already have this information. And uh, so our goal is to predict then labels in the future uh, or using the model um, based on or for data that we have not seen. So if we have a new person, then we want to be able to say, okay, this is a teacher or this is a student. And there's lots of different uh, examples. So spam classification, for example. So the spam classification typically starts with a corpus that says, okay, this is a regular email. This is email that is spam. So this email should be, the spam email should be filtered out. This is, the regular email should stay in the inbox. And so with this label, we can basically train our model and then we get a new email in and the spam filter needs to tell us, okay, this is ham or this is spam. So the ham goes into the inbox, the spam goes into the junk folder. And then we have things like credit score, credit score prediction. So do we want to give a credit or no? based on the, the information of the applicant. Voice recognition. Um, the current wor word that I'm speaking, what word is that? And for this, we have a, a labeled data set um, where we basically have text that is spoken and then um, the, the, the words or the, the transcripts. So we have exactly the information, what was spoken. And then uh, we can use this for future reference. So when we want to like, I don't know, we, we have some kind of telemarketing or something like that. So some somebody calls us, uh, we want to be able to transcript this right away. And of course, face detection. And uh, there's a different kind of application, many more applications like this. And, all of this is supervised because while training the model, we know the labels. So when we train the model, we know which data point is which, how it is to be used in the model. On the other hand, we can also do unsupervised learning. So in this case, we don't know the labels. So the machine learning algorithm has to figure out the labels itself. And this means we really, rather than saying, okay, um, say for example, is this spam or is this ham? Because this is hard to tell, right? So without knowing the labels for this, uh, we, can, we cannot say, we can only group this. So what we do in unsupervised learning is we want to describe the intrinsic structure or characteristics of the data using the machine learning model. So say for example, we wanna do clustering. So we want to find customers that look the same, that you buy the same kind of stuff. And here we have the information, right? So we see what does a customer buy, but we don't have a label. We cannot say this is a um, customer type A or something like that. We only know the features. And with these features, we want to figure out the characteristics. So things like, okay, frequently bought together items would be an example, or lossy compression of data or of models. And um, so we can sort of classify machine learning problems using the supervised, unsupervised classification, but then also on the type of data. So we already, um, we have briefly saw the regression idea and the clustering and on quantitative data, this is like classical stuff, right? So, uh, and quantitative data in this case means we have numerical data. So we have something that we can count. On the other hand, we can also have qualitative data. And qualitative data is something like categories. 
and uh, something that we cannot count, something that we cannot um, easily, uh, maybe we can count it, but we cannot um, like order it easily. And uh, so for quantitative data, supervised learning, typical example is regression. And we'll go to this in a bit. Unsupervised learning on quantitative data would be clustering, for example, or something like dimensionality reduction. So if we have many dimensions, many different kinds of features, how do we get it down to a smaller number of features, a smaller number of dimensions in order to work with the data easy, more easily? On qualitative data, that would be classification, for example. So we cannot easily order this. We can, we can say this belongs to this category or that category. So um, colors is a good example. So colors, I mean, of course we can say, okay, what's the, the color scheme or something. So we can put some kind of order, but it's sort of arbitrary. And so it's really more like different categories. So we're putting it in these different categories or let's say car models, for example. And then a similar thing is um, recommendation. So let's say movies, movie recommendations. There's nothing how to order movies one to next. We can just say, okay, this is say a horror movie. This is a comedy movie. And in the, so, and for this, of course, we can generate labels and then do the, the recommendation or do the classification. And for the unsupervised learning, uh, we can do something like association analysis or sequence mining. So having different kind of sequences, how do we uh, figure out what would be the uh, what would be a similar sequence? And um, this could be, say, for example, heart rate. So this is kind of a time series or sequence. So we want to figure out similar examples. And we're not going to label this. We just look at the data characteristics. So we don't necessarily have labels. So let's go back to the regression, right? So as, as one of the standard uh, techniques that you can use for in a machine learning setup. So one of the standard uh, machine learning models. So a regression is typically, go or is not, is always on a, or usually on a continuous numeric quantity. So it doesn't have to be continuous, but it's on the numeric quantity. So we have, individual uh, data items that are on a numeric scale somewhere. And uh, the labels are also, this could also be vectors. So this means um, on the one hand, we can have like, this basically means we can have many dimensions in any on the labels, but of course also on the data types. So, but let's look at a simple example where we have basically um, two dimensions. So we have the data items and the labels are, uh, are each like one dimension. And now we can put different kind of, um, of models, of regression models. And regression modeling is usually some kind of line fitting or curve fitting. So the, is, we have a predictor function and um, this is basically the, the type of function that we want to fit. And we have, to, we have the data items. And we want to fit the line. So we want to change the parameters of this line function in order to fit the data models best. And of course, line uh, it can be multidimensional. So it doesn't have to be a, a just like a two-dimensional line or something like that. So in general, and that's also why we call it line fitting. So we have the individual data items. You see it here on the example uh, on the slides. So we have lots of individual data items and you can already see this has this 
uh, u-shape right and then we can create a function um, and in this case we have a, a square function so polynomial function and um, by picking the right parameters for this polynomial we find a line that fits these um, individual data items nicely and the idea is basically that um, the, the error between the data items and this line gets minimized over all data items. So meaning um, each of these individual dots in our example is as close as possible to this single line. And of course, there's many examples. So in science, um, uh, we can, uh, or yeah, in, in the past actually, Gauss and Lagrange used regression analysis to find uh, orbital parameters of comets uh, in order to find their positions. So because they're, they, I mean, the measurements are not exact. And uh, so in order to figure out where exactly or what's the best function to describe these, um, these orbits, you can use the, the regression analysis and then you get a line which basically describes this orbit. In finance, we can use this to predict housing or share prices. And in business analysis, we can yeah, do resource or demand prediction, but like all kinds of predictions basically. And the simplest form is linear regression. And um, so this means we have a straight line and this basically uh, in a, yeah, Two-dimensional case means we have uh, just a line which basically has the bias. So how, where does it uh, go through the zero, uh, through the uh, y-axis, and uh, then we have the slope, which is like how, uh, what's the yeah, slope of the line, and uh, so with that. And of course, this can be multi-dimensional. So meaning uh, whatever, how many. Um, uh, x parameters we have so how many dimensions our initial data has so if we have one dimensional data in this case for example then um or yeah so we have the individual data items and then uh the the value for the data items then um, we get this uh this straight line and the idea is that we pick these parameters in a way so that they des best describe the data set and they best describe the data set if the error meaning the distance to this line is minimum is minimal so in order to train a linear regression model what we do is we find the parameter vector that minimizes some kind of error function or an error metric so the loss function and typical um, in the linear regression typical error would be quadratic error so we have the line and um, we calculate the distance of the line to the individual data points. And this uh, we can do in linear case, we can actually do this in a closed form. So then uh, what we have is simple um, matrix multiplication, or we can use gradient based numerical solvers. So gradient descent, conjugate gradient, LF, uh, BFGS, et cetera. So many kinds of different optimizers. And as a rule of thumb, if we have high dimensional data, then the closed form solution is super costly. So then we are uh, using the numerical solvers. If we have low dimensionality, uh, then we can use the closed form. And with that, we can look 
at. So now we know what a machine learning model is. Now we can see what the machine learning system stack looks like and where these models are actually used. 